the Adaptive Dilemma 3, Adaptive versus Technical Problems. This is why it's called the Adaptive Dilemma. The previous two videos were just to kind of orient you so you can pull it all together and understand why we have such a hard time uh, individually and collectively getting the outcome that we want. And the world sometimes just seems like it's getting more divided, getting worse. Leaders are, are not stepping up. That there's actually a, a reason for that, and I call it the adaptive dilemma. It is a uh, amalgamation of, of different concepts and principles that we have shared, but it'll also explain a lot of the difficulties of diffusing crypto and why so many people are struggling in DeFi, and eventually it'll work itself out, but the answer is not in the technology. And that's that's what we're going to explore today is, is everybody's going to try to make it about the technology. Better technology fixes this. Bitcoin fixes this. Uh, that is not accurate. Uh, Bitcoin doesn't fix anything. It just sits there. And if we treat it exactly like we still behave exactly like we do with uh, the traditional finance system with fiat, then Bitcoin's not going to fix anything. So there, there's a adaptive component, which is how do we interact with the new technology and going to drive that home hopefully in this video. All right. Quote of the day. Instead of looking for saviors with good news, we should be looking or calling for leadership that will challenge us to face our own problems. Problems that require us to learn new ways. Okay? Remember, seeking dopamine without effort will destroy your person. What this quote is saying is looking for saviors, seeking good news without learning new ways, doing work will destroy a person. Hey, same quote, it's actually a, a different decade. Very different decade. And that's Ronald Heifetz. And he wrote the book Leadership Without Easy Answers. It's a great book. I strongly recommend that you read it. He talks about the adaptive uh, problem, which is what got my head spinning on this and realized how important it is to apply to blockchain. Okay. So it's seeking good news without doing any work yourself. That is very, very dangerous. And that is the, the underpinning of the adaptive dilemma. It starts with leadership versus authority. Okay, we got to define the two. Sometimes people don't realize there's a distinction. Authority is granted. Okay? You are promoted. You are voted into office. For whatever reason, you are granted authority by somebody else or other people. Leadership does not have to be granted. It does not. You do not have to have constituents. You could lead yourself. It's really important because authority has authority. Leadership challenges people, challenges people to do better. And you're going to see why this is such a big problem that there's a distinction here. People don't make that distinction and they confuse the two so that they try to vote for better leadership, but they actually vote for the most favorable authority. Leadership, a leader is the one that says, hey, things are bad, but you're part of the problem. Authority is whoever gets voted into office. Now, let me ask you a question. If you go to one um, politician and they say, yeah, it's bad, uh, but we can make it better, you're going to have to work on yourself. And another politician says, no, 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 you don't have to work on yourself. I'm going to make this law and they're the problem. Those guys over there are the problem. Who do you vote for? Most people vote for the latter, the one that demonstrates poor leadership. So oftentimes authority gets more and more divorced from leadership because the people seeking dopamine without effort or good news without work want to believe 
the authority is it can solve the problem. Okay? And I'll tell you why they can't most of the time. Sometimes they can. It creates this authority-driven doom loop of self-victimization. Okay? Authority-driven, not leadership-driven, authority-driven. Because some problems are technical and most are adaptive. So this is the technical versus the adaptive problem, which leads to the adaptive dilemma. A technical problem or solution is where an expert or an authority can diagnose and fix it without any additional input or effort from many other people or anybody else. So if you step on a nail and like, oh no, what's going to happen? They give you a tetanus shot. It's done. Problem solved. Technical problem, technical solution. Um, antibiotics are another one. Anytime where they could say, hey, let me just, my car doesn't work. You bring it in. They fix it. You leave. That's a technical problem with a technical solution. And it comes from an authority, a mechanic, a doctor, a politician, you know, whoever, whoever has authority in this field. An adaptive problem okay, is more complicated. It's more dynamic and it requires behavior mod modification from other parties. Usually you, the person with the problem. So if you go, if you are overweight and you go to the doctor for your physical and one doctor, you go to doctor one and again, they say, hey, you know what? They sit you down they say, you got to change things. The, the way you're behaving, it's, it's, not, it's not good for you and it's going to cause problems and it's not good for your family. You go to doctor two and they say, oh no, you're fine. Here, just take this pill. It'll fix everything. Who do we tend to vote for realistically? Doctor number two, the one that promises an easy fix without modifying our own behavior. That is poor leadership, but they often get the votes. Okay. So the problem is that many of our adaptive problems, we want so badly and we try so hard to make them technical. Make the solution somewhere out there. Don't make me look in the mirror and do work on myself. Hey, just give me good news without effort. And so a lot of the adaptive uh, problems that have adaptive solutions are turned into technical problems by authorities because that's how authorities get the vote. Okay, hope that makes sense. So when you, when you face an adaptive problem, the authority that has poor leadership is going to give you a pill or easy solution and promise you you don't have to do much work. This is turning an adaptive problem into a technical one. It makes them look better to the, the patient, the client, the constituent, but it's poor leadership. Authority with good leadership is going to say, hey, I can give you this, maybe, but you need to understand that your behavior needs to change, and I can help you. I can give you the resources. I can talk you through it. I can provide accountability, but you have to do the work. People don't want to hear that. So what do we do? We rebel against good leadership. And that leads to this authority-driven uh, doom loop of self-victimization. It goes like this. We seek an authority for a technical solution. Even if the problem is adaptive, we're seeking a technical solution. Please fix this technology. Bitcoin fixes this. Blockchain fixes this. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for somebody to tell us that technology will solve the problem. Technology can be uh, tools, pro whatever, you know, medicine. It's all technology. So we are seeking actively a solution that is not us having to do work. 
And when we look at all the choices, we choose the technical solution over any adaptive solutions because we want dopamine without effort or good news without work. And what happens by either viewing the article, watching the video, sharing the article, casting a vote, paying the provider, whatever, is we have casted our vote. And we have casted our vote for authorities that demonstrate poor leadership. And then we get really angry. There's no leadership. And we actually do it again. Okay? So since we avoid the idea that we need to change, are the authorities that validate that belief, and we want them to validate that belief, so we keep giving them authority, we conclude that they are the problem. They meaning the other party, right? If you're, if you're on the right, left is the party. If you're on the left, right is the problem. Okay? If you are uh, this, whatever kind of person, then those kind of people are the problem. And this is what happens, because that's how we turn into technical solution. We can't improve the technology, so we just blame people that think different than us. So we avoid the idea that we need to change, and the authorities need to continue to validate that. And when, so collectively, we conclude that those other people must be the problem. They over there are the problem, us versus them. The us versus them narrative grows stronger and stronger and stronger, and it becomes extreme polarization. The more polarized, the stronger people try to hold on to their position, the more technical they try to make the problem. And when in reality, if we said, hey, you think different than I do, we have different beliefs, let's sit down and figure out how we can behave in a way to be productive in the world together, we would start getting somewhere, but nobody wants to modify their own behavior, right? So all this happens, and then we blame the authorities, we blame the people that we've given uh, authority to in our minds. We blame the media, even though all the media does is share what we ask them to share, right? They're, they're in the business of uh, distribution of confirmation bias. So the more polarization, uh, the more the media has to rotate if they want to continue to get your vote, right? Being eyeballs and shares and yada, yada, yada. So we create this loop of further polarization, but more importantly, we get further and further and further away from looking at our own behavior as part of the problem. Not all of the problem, but part of the problem. And you can't solve a multi-variable equation when some of the variables are missing and our behavior is a variable. So the, the more polarized we become, the more we start to think like the technology matters more and more and more and more and more. And it actually doesn't. Technology doesn't change. I mean, it changed pretty rapidly. Uh, but our behavior does not keep up. And so that's the adaptive dilemma. It gets so bad. And if you're watching this around the time I'm filming it, you know what I mean. Just the world in general gets so bad, we must do something. Recently, FTX collapsed and everybody said, oh, crypto is bad. Well, it wasn't a crypto thing. It was a human thing. It was bad actors, right? So... We must do something, and we go and seek a technical solution, and around and around and around we go. The adaptive dilemma. Yeah. So how do we break the loop? We work on recognizing that problems can be technical, adaptive, or both. That's really looking in the mirror and saying, like, okay, how did I contribute to this? There may be technical stuff, right? Like there, you might have to go get a tetanus shot. You might have to take antibiotics. You might have to take some like metformin to lower your blood sugar while you are exercising to, to do the work. 
but we have to recognize that there's a technical problem, there's an adaptive problem, and some problems can be both. Just know that they exist. Most of the problems with technology, like crypto, are actually adaptive. You can see the system reliability video, which is a little, little bit later on. It's not that there's something wrong with crypto. It's that you don't know how to interface with it appropriately. Your behavior, you're impulsive, greedy, fearful, etc., etc. It's not to say that crypto is perfect. It is to say that until you are willing to uh, see it as an adaptive problem, you're never going to no amount of te technological upgrade is going to make it better for you. Okay. And we need to examine our own behavior before we start pointing fingers at tech or other parties and creating polarization. We just examine, is there actually work that we need to do? And it sucks if there is, but that is the solution. All right. So the homework. Hopefully the adaptive dilemma makes sense. It's the idea that uh, our, our behavior and how we interface with things is a huge variable in a lot of the problems and we keep trying to avoid it and that makes it worse and worse and worse. The question is how often are we looking for a technical solution when our own behavior is at least part of the solution? How often are we looking for new laws, new technology, new pills, new shortcuts, new, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, when the reality is like, yeah, maybe just, uh, a good example is uh, like when people are like, Coca-Cola should be illegal because there's sugar in it. Like, that's not the thing to address. I can see both sides of the argument pretty well, but at what point do we expect people to have self-control? That is something to consider. You know, um, it, it's at least part of the conversation. And we try to make it not part of the conversation. You can't just outlaw things that you think are bad because other people or yourself cannot mod modify your own behavior. That's the adaptive dilemma. How can we seek leaders that are willing to address the adaptive component? People that say, yes, this can be get better, but you have to do work. We try to be leaders in the Guardian Academy. Say, drop your six-word update. Do the work. Because, yes, it can get better. You can master all of this. You can become wealthy beyond your wildest dreams, whatever wealth is to you, but you're going to have to do the work. And a lot of people are going to watch these videos and see our posts and all that stuff, and they're not going to like it, and they're going to go find someone that tells them they don't have to. That's the adaptive dilemma. Okay? So journal, reflect, drop your six-word update, have some dialogue, discuss it, let it sit in an open loop for a while, think about it, observe, etc., etc. And that is the end of the adaptive dilemma. Thanks for listening to the Guardian Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode, and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description. If you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members, our partners, and the community is doing, both in the real world and the Web3 world, check out our friends at Inside the Den podcast. Not only are they great dudes, they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers, and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple, helpful, and fun.